Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash sunismiley. He always behave himself and uh, do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Dun, 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 dun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sun of Smiley podcast on a Wednesday that is supposed to release on a Monday. Do I have a legitimate excuse for today's lateness? Yes, I sure do. Spend Monday driving through the smoky province of British Columbia, and I just arrived here in Calgary this morning um, on Tuesday. And then I spend the day doing other things, such as doing the shows at the Comedy Cave, which I'm at all weekend. This weekend from Tuesday all over the Sunday in Calgary. And I went to see a movie. So part of it was productive. Part of it, maybe not so much. But anyways, I'm here now. And I uh, spent the last weekend at Laugh Lines Comedy Club in New Westminster, British Columbia. The club is undergoing some changes. And if you haven't gone or you've been before, I highly recommend you go back and check it out. It's under new management, new ownership. There has been quite a few things that is different about the club, and I think it's different for a better future. So if you get a chance, go check it out. Um, A lot of things are changing, and I think there's some exciting stuff coming up at the club. So make sure you go and support live comedy that's around you if you live in the area. So anyways, I'm spending the week here in Calgary. The drive was not as nice as the last time I drove. Probably because of all the fires and, you know, the weather's not exactly the best as compared to last time. For some reason, fall is here early. Summer left. You can tell that the cold air is lingering and winter is just on the corner. And, you know, it's not exactly super warm here in Calgary either. It's kind of like the beginning of the fall weather. And last time I drove, was it was super hot. So it's interesting as to how the seasons are changing, and we were on the planet. Pretty sure we're ruining it. It's probably dying. That's probably a good sign that nothing is going to work out climate-wise. But if you're wondering what movie I saw while I'm in Calgary, you know, not recording the podcast, I saw the the Winnie the Pooh movie, which the whole time I thought the movie is called Winnie the Pooh. And then I was Googling about it, and I saw this movie on Rotten Tomato called Christopher Robin. I was like, oh, cool, they made another movie about Winnie the Pooh that focused on Christopher Robin. Turns out to be the same movie. So there's no two Winnie the Pooh. The movie is just Christopher Robin, which involves Winnie the Pooh, because he, as you know, he is the creator and the best friend of Winnie the Pooh. So here is my 30-second review of Christopher Robin, a.k.a. Winnie the Pooh movie. It's great. Heartwarming. You know, if you are a big Disney fan, or you've, especially if you're a big Winnie the Pooh fan, I recommend you go see it. You know, it's about Christopher Robin growing up, and Winnie the Pooh had help him find his imagination and his inner innocence. And, spoiler alert, he does get it back. It's a Disney movie. It's going to be a happy ending. No one's going to die. Can you imagine if just everyone died, and Eeyore is like, oh, I knew this would happen. 
that's not gonna happen. It's a feel good movie. You know, you get to meet the future, I guess, Crystal Robin, and how his past imagination has taken him to future success. Well, it sounds like a line that a politician would say. Anyways, good. I, I I like the movie. I think a little bit more than Crazy Rich Asians, which is the last movie I saw for some reason. I don't know. They're just Crazy Rich Asians. Didn't make me feel very good. This one did. So go check it out. Now, I don't really know what to talk about today. Um, not because I have nothing going on in my life. It's just I'm drawing a blank right now as I sit here in Calgary on the bed. But, you know, speaking of childhood stories... A lot of people don't know, and they ask all the time, because I wear this hoodie that has four characters in Chinese characters. It's actually kanji. It's actually not in Chinese characters. It's Japanese characters. Although kanji is the derivative of Chinese characters, where they got it from. And I wear another one that says shohoku, which is in Japanese. Now, some of you may already know what I'm talking about. Some of you may not. These are the names... Shohoku, and then the other school, which is, um, I forgot the name of the school, it doesn't matter, is the names are fictional high schools in this basketball manga or anime that I, it's probably my favorite manga anime of all time. It's called Slam Dunk. Now, for those who don't know, um, you know, this is like my Winnie the Pooh, except except it's all Japanese basketball players in high school. So basically, if you don't know what it is, I'll, I'll just give you a quick rundown. It's a little difficult to find this manga right now. It kind of came out in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, it's very successful. It did not end the way that people thought it was going to end. And because of that type of ending, they actually resonated with a lot of people in my generation, especially Asian kids who are, you know, not very sports inclined, but became basketball fans as a result it's kind of like what michael jordan did for the whole world this manga kind of did it for the asian kids in asia i don't know why i say that of course it's asian kids in asia anyways um so the story surrounds this uh, young man named uh, sakuragi and he is a outsider he is actually a gangster and a bad kid and he starts out you know being interested in this girl in his high school and he you know wants to get to know her wants to impress her so he tries to find out what she's into she's into basketball she is a team manager for the high school shohoku which is the sweater i wear um which has sakuragi's name in the back um so he joins the basketball team in order to impress her and then her brother is the captain of the team. So you kind of follow his journey, you know, as an outside person who just started playing basketball, you know, who's I'm assuming if he's in grade nine, probably fourteen years old, but he is like six foot eight. Which is, you know, a lot of this is very magical and fictional in nature, so that's probably why it works. But you follow his journey through high school. And as a first year in a basketball team, as a grade nine, who can dunk on people, you'll see. And how he becomes a different person. It's about the change within and also outside. I'm very profound today. This is incredible. And 
So, you know, initially he joined the team for superficial levels, but later on you, you start to see this character on the fold that now basketball is actually what he truly loves. You know, the girl's great, but he loves basketball. And you, you meet other characters, the other, you know, players on the team, which kind of intermingle itself, and you see all the backstories and how this team comes into a team. Now, like I said, the ending, you know, most stories like this ending is like they win the championship, they're great. That doesn't happen in the story. You know, the ending is very different than your typical happy ending. It is a ending that sort of, you know, I would say leaves you content because it's realistic. That's the way life works. And you see that, you know, this type of story progression is the way it's supposed to be. But as if fate has decided that, you know, if it cannot end any other way. And it's interesting because I think the author, who is a Japanese, you know, legend in the manga world and anime world, did not intend the story to end this way. He was going to do the fairy tale ending, you know, everything's going to be great, everyone's going to be happy, you're going to be champions and we're the best in the world. He was going to do that because he introduced a lot of characters, a lot of different plot lines that just pointed towards that. So when the story ended the way that it did, it really drove you know, this impact in all of us because we go, oh, this is just because things look like it's going to happen one way doesn't mean it's going to happen, you know, it doesn't always come full circle. There might be a trapezoid. I don't even know what that shape it is. It's just first shaking my head. Anyways, if you get a chance, check it out. Slam Dunk is my Winnie the Pooh. It is reason why I wear those sweaters. They're just they're they're the jersey sweaters for the players. So stop asking me where they are. Just Google it, read it, and be immersed as much as I am. And you know, if you ask anybody who's Asian, um, you know, who has any ties with Asia, who were born around you know 1984 to whatever 1985, you tell them stem dunk, they'll tell you from the beginning to the end of what it means to them. I have posters, I have action figures, you know, I have art, what do they call anthologies about this manga. It was everything and anything to all of us. So if you want to send me some gifts, that's what you send me. Send me Slum Dug stuff. Anything Slum Dug, I'll take it. I'm still, in fact, hunting Slum Dug merchandise to this day. I just bought a, um, I don't know if it's a, I don't, it's not really a, Manga book is is okay. So this is what happens. I'll tell you the ending. They win. They beat the best team in Japan, but then they lose in the end because they were so tired from being this team. So they don't win the tournament, but they beat the best. That's kind of how it ends. So, and the main character gets injured. The guy who I talked about, Sakuragi. So that kind of that's kind of how it ends. And then the author kind of drew this it's not the a manga so there's no actual storyline in it it just kind of it's a picture book of the different characters and it's called what's it called 10 days later so basically you see what their lives are at 10 days after this major event happened so you see people moving on to college you know there's people graduating from high school you see you know the main character going to rehab stuff like that so it's a little glimpse of what their life is like 10 days after um, you know, everything changed, but everything stayed the same at the same time. But this book was, um, 
I think it was published and there was only a certain number of copies. It was on the market, I think, for two to four weeks. So it was really hard to find. I had to search deep into the Amazon vault to find this. I'm pretty sure my version is not the version I want. I think it's a simplified Chinese version, which is not really what I want. But I have a copy of it. I'm happy. I looked through. There was really nothing translated throughout. Um, I don't really read simplified Chinese. I can't, but I prefer not to. I like the you know the traditional the Taiwanese version, um, but I got the book. I'm happy through it. It's mostly Japanese, anyways. So I don't know why I'm talking about this. This is how much I'm into it. Like I can talk about this all day. I'll tell you you know the, the backstories of characters and how I emulated them. I'll talk about it another week. Anyways, um, if you want to come see me live next weekend on the so I'll be here in Calgary. Till September second. So if you want to come check me out, I'm the Comedy Cave. But next weekend, September seventh, I will be at Prospectors Steak and Ale in Gold Bar, Washington. On September eighth, I will be at Tyrant Studios in Vancouver, British Columbia. On September tenth, the Monday, I'll be at the Firefly Lounge in Bellingham, Washington. From September fourteenth to fifteenth, I will be at Ventura Harbor Comedy Club in Ventura, California. And then the final weekend of September, September 29th, I will be at Mac Club at McMinnville, Oregon. Now, the first weekend of October, from October 5th to the 7th, I will be back at the Comedy Bar in Chicago, Illinois. For any additional dates, please check out my website at kingedhill.com. And that is this week's episode. I'll see you next week at the same time, I hope, back to Monday. But definitely the same place on these airwaves with a brand new story on being the sun of smiling.